Welcome to the Hashimoto's Healing Podcast. I'm Chelsea, a fellow Hashimoto's warrior and registered dietitian, and I'm here to help you through your Hashimoto's healing journey and get you feeling good. Yes. Each week, we will dive deep and provide you with tips, tricks, and everything you need on your healing journey from myself and some amazing guests in the community. If you're ready to start ditching those Hashimoto's symptoms and jump headfirst into your healing journey, then stick around. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about today's episode talking all about anxiety and depression with Hashimoto's because I don't know about you guys, this is something that I personally have gone through and I know so many other Hashimoto's warriors that have gone through anxiety and depression because their thyroid was off or it was just a symptom of what was going on. And guys, I experienced and still occasionally experience uh, anxiety and depression. So I understand how frustrating and scary this can all be. And I just want you to know you are not alone. Oh my gosh. Because throughout my own personal experience and background, gosh, I have learned so much about Hashimoto's and anxiety and depression. And our bodies are all connected. You're going to hear me say that all the time, guys. Our bodies are all connected. And some of the most common symptoms of Hashimoto's is anxiety and depression. And no one talks about it. And that's, I think that's the most frustrating thing that I went through is that I felt so alone because I felt anxiety and depression. And no one told me like, hey, you're not alone. This is normal. Um we're sorry you're going through it, but let's get you some help. (laughs) And it wasn't until I was like, okay, I'm really not feeling good. I definitely need help. I need guidance on this, that I got help. I went on medication. I realized I wasn't alone because I finally had a community of women behind me who were experiencing the same things. And now I'm using it as my superpower. And I think that's what's really important. So we're going to dive deep today and talk about like, anxiety, depression, what we can do, how to feel good about it, and all that juicy stuff. So let's talk about anxiety and depression, okay? This can come from a number of reasons, right? And three of the most common that I see are a rise or drop in cortisol, right? That's a hormone, a very important hormone known as our stress hormone, right? Which definitely affects your adrenals, which play a role in your anxiety and depression and your blood sugar regulation and, right, all of this stuff combined with thyroid issues. So adrenal issues, cortisol issues, gut issues, (laughs) blood sugar issues definitely affect your thyroid and vice versa, and it's so crazy because most I feel like a lot of people aren't are really unaware of how frequently anxiety like happens with Hashimoto's because the fact of the matter is is there's our body our hormones aren't working regularly right and as they should and that is anxiety inducing in and of itself like finding out you have Hashimoto's is anxiety inducing. And it's so interesting. When I was doing some research on this, I found a study that was done in 2004, I think. And there was an association between like having a mood and anxiety disorder, so depression and anxiety, and the presence of TPO antibodies. And I was like, well, this makes sense. And it also said in the study that um, a slight reduction in 
thyroid hormone secretion, so hypothyroidism, right, may affect your mood as well. And I'm like, ding, 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 hello, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So it's possible that anxiety you're, you're feeling and experiencing can be because your thyroid is off. I mean, mind blown, right? Because our thyroid plays a role in all of our hormones, so including the ones that work with anxiety and depression, right? It, it plays a role in our cortisol, our epinephrine, our norepinephrine, our um, the way our brain sends messages, our female hormones, all this stuff our thyroid plays a role in. So I think that there are many things that can contribute to them, but it's really hard to pinpoint where the anxiety and depression is coming from, right? Because we know that anxiety and depression can stem from so many different places and things throughout our life. And a lot of studies show that it can start from childhood. It could start from gut health imbalances, excessive use of antibiotics when you're younger, um, lifestyle choices, the food you eat, I mean, childhood trauma, like, gosh, there's so much, and it's all connected. And I think we forget that when one thing happens in our body, it affects our whole body. But the good thing right, is that you're listening, A, and B, that we need to know that anxiety and depression and thyroid issues and things like that do not define us because you're not alone in this. It is so much more common than you think. So what can we do to feel better? I'm going to give you action steps here, guys, because any help with anxiety and depression with Hashimoto's is helpful, Because this, the last thing I want is for anxiety and depression to hold you back any longer because you deserve to feel so freaking good. So let's talk about it, okay? First, there's conventional medicine, right? Like medication. I use this in combination with unconventional practices. So I am on an antidepressant, guys. So if you're on one or a team, I needed help. I, something was off. I couldn't fix it naturally. I got on medication. I've been on it for over a year now and things have been so much better. I needed help. Okay. But in combination with this, I've been using a lot of unconventional practices like managing my stress, right? Supporting my thyroid, supporting my hormones, finding what foods are causing inflammation in my body, which causes me stress, I've been using CBD, um, which has been super helpful. I use the brand Beam. There's a discount code for you guys in the show notes. They are amazing. It's the only brand I trust, and they are just so good. Um, Journaling, brain dumping, guys. I don't journal and sit, like, talk about really deep things, but brain dumping, what's, what's causing my anxiety and getting it out of my brain has been super helpful. I see a therapist every other week and I love her. I started off seeing her every week and now we do every um, other week. And gosh, she's been such an integral part of my whole healing journey over the past year. And gosh, it was just, I'm so glad I have her in my life. So guys, talking with someone is so important. And like I instill this in everyone in the Hashimoto's Method on all of our calls. It's okay to need to talk and it's powerful and empowering to talk, come to a place and be able to talk about yourself and what's going on. That's power. That's healing. That's transformation. And most importantly, guys, doing things that make you happy. And if you don't know what makes you happy right now, which is okay, I'm still figuring that out, 
go on the journey of finding the things that make you smile and laugh uncontrollably. For a long time, I sat here. You know, I'm very lucky. I got to create a job out of all of my hobbies. (laughs) And I'm so thankful for that. But the issue is that my job is now all my hobbies. Um, So I don't know what makes me incredibly happy and I don't know what I have fun doing. So I'm on an exploration right now finding new things. I have um, so far really love painting like freestyle painting and just like it's kind of like a brain dump for me. I'm really loving um, oh my gosh with the little like the jewel paintings where you like stick the jewels on there. Um, I'm dancing a lot more, right? I'm just finding things that are making me happy and I'm putting it into my calendar and my routine because everyone deserves to feel good and be happy. Um, Another thing that I'm doing is making sure that I'm eating enough (laughs) and I'm eating the things that my thyroid and my body can tolerate. And I teach this in step three of the Hashimoto's method, guys, how to experiment with foods to know what foods make your body feel good and which ones don't. So you know what's causing some issues and then you get to decide what you have in your in your life. And I think that it's so important, but making sure that I'm eating enough, the last thing I want is for my body to feel unsafe and cause more stress to my body because I'm not eating enough. So making sure that I'm eating enough protein, fats, carbs throughout the day that make me feel fueled, energized, and ready. Um, I've been working really hard, especially with, I also have PCOS and insulin resistance, guys. But if you, even if you don't, balancing your blood sugars throughout the day. So you want to make sure you're eating proteins, fats, and carbs with meals and snacks. You want to add in more good fiber from our vegetables. You know, limiting things that are high in like a lot of processed sugar most of the time if we can. You want to make sure you're sleeping. I don't recommend fasting, intermittent fasting, or anything like that. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on, on that soon. Um... And when eating something high in carbs, I call this pairing, right? You want to pair it with a protein because it helps your blood sugar level out because they you digest protein and carbs at different times. So guys, you want to balance your blood sugars because that's going to help your female hormones, your thyroid hormones, your stress hormones, and all like everything in your body. Um, another great tip guys that I did was removing or reducing the amount of caffeine I was having. Um, and I know that sounds really scary, but trust me, it can really help tremendously. A lot of my clients, we do taper off with caffeine and they feel so much better by choice. Um, because caffeine is a stimulant, right? And, and I don't know about you guys, but it definitely increased feelings of anxiety for me when I had it. Um, so that's a big one. Um, adding in foods that my body loves and avoiding, for the most part, the ones my body doesn't love. And for me, this was experimenting with foods to find what I was sensitive to. I'm personally really sensitive to gluten, so I don't eat it because it makes me feel anxious and uncomfortable and sick. Um, And that causes me anxiety and depression as a symptom of that, but also in general. Um, especially having a healthy relationship with all foods, I want to make sure that I'm fueling my body and giving it what it loves instead of giving it things that it doesn't love causing symptoms. Um, Gut healing foods also really help, guys. Your immune system and the conversion of a lot of your thyroid hormones happen in the gut. You want to take care of your gut, okay? You can supplement with a ton of different vitamins and minerals. Obviously, talk to your doctor, Magnesium and selenium are both great for the thyroid, for cortisol, for your adrenals, all that good stuff. 
Um, one major one was slowing down my workouts. Oh my gosh. If working out doesn't leave you like feeling energized and ready to go, that could be a big sign that you have stress in your body. So intense workouts can actually raise your stress hormones and affect your ability to sleep, to repair, your body to make new cells, your body to convert hormones. So maybe it's time to change things up and add a little bit of restorative movement into your life like walking, um, breath work yoga, you know, something that's slow so your body has a, more of a chance to relax. And if you aren't making time for yourself and your own needs, you're going to feel drained. I think we can all agree like, oh yeah, the less time I spend for myself, the more I have anxiety and depression because I'm just avoiding taking care of myself. And I think it's time to get your self-care done first and then do whatever else needs to be done because we don't have time to be drained anymore, warriors. We get to put ourselves first and take care of our own needs. And guys, okay, last but not least, this is probably the most important tip I have when working on anxiety and depression. And this has been life-changing for not just me, but a lot of the warriors I work with, okay? And this is probably one of the scariest things, but it's going to be so, so, so helpful, is working on your past trauma, Okay, we all have trauma. We all have things in our life that have caused us stress from a young age and you may not know that and we're holding on to all of your past, like all that past stuff in your body. And that can greatly affect everything you do on your healing journey. Trauma can make you sick. We know this. So working on that trauma with a team of, of people, a community, a therapist, talking with me, whatever you need, I would say is the most important thing because once you help heal that trauma, your body's going to release a lot of stress and allow you to open up more and be able to function and do and process anxiety and depression differently. It's so important and it takes time. (laughs) I think that's you. We have to give ourselves a lot of grace on this journey, guys like a lot of grace. It's not going to be easy, but it is so important, especially with Hashimoto's. And I want to remind you, one small step a day is all it takes, one thing. So tell me below in, in the in the comments or the reviews, what is one thing out of everything I listed here that you could start doing? Just pick one. You don't have to do them all at all, but like what is one thing? Okay, take a deep breath. Go slow ask for help, and don't forget to fill your cup up because your cup is worth it.